Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. I am so happy that you are tuning in right now. If it's the first time you're listening, warmly, warmly welcome. And if you're a regular listener, I am so grateful to have you here. My name is Annette, and together with my sister Suzanne, we have this podcast where we share everything we know about self-development, spirituality, sustainability, and overall how we can really shine from the inside out and show up as the best versions of ourselves because we really believe that is how we create a better planet. Um, And it sounds like a cliche maybe, and this is like where the work is. I believe it's more about an inside job than an outside job. But the amazing thing is that the results show up on the outside when you just conquer yourself. And uh, that will forever fascinate me. This week's guest is Minnengard. They are two boys from Oslo and the founders of the Instagram profile Vegan Boys or in Norwegian Veganegutta. Minnengard both started to share vegan recipes online as they made a transition into eating more plants and now vegan food. They are also boyfriends, work together and live together. And we really tap into this and talk about the challenges, benefits and how they balance it all. In this conversation we also talk about perfectionism, creativity, dreams, going with the flow and how to hold on to our visions. And I think it was such a beautiful moment in the conversation where Min shares that when they just started dating they talked about how they wanted to create this universe or this place where they could work and live by their own values and really have an impact on the world and I really love that they shared this because everything starts with a dream and we share this so much in the membership in our course Radical Courage in our book Radical Courage basically in every single episode of this podcast allow yourself to dream and dream big and Minnengard's story is really a testament to what happens when you start to believing in yourself, sharing out of passion, and really having this vision of what kind of life they want to create for themselves. They also share so openly and vulnerably on how it is to work together as boyfriends and how they really are learning to take care of themselves, their wellness routines, and also what are the challenging parts about being an entrepreneur? And Suzanne and I could literally talk with them for hours. Um, it's so interesting to hear about, you know, people going on a sort of similar path, but also so different because we're all super unique and we can all learn from each other. And I'm definitely looking so much forward to sharing a meal with these boys when we are in Oslo. And I really hope you enjoy the episode. And as always, we just love connecting with you and hearing your feedback and what resonated for you. So if you tag us on Instagram, we will of course see it and share it. And yeah, we just love 
hearing um, hearing from you. So I really hope you enjoy the episode and warmly welcome to Minnen Guide from Veganagutta, the vegan boys. Welcome back to the Radical Broccoli podcast and today to our very special guests. They are called Veganagutta in Norwegian, meaning the vegan boys, the vegan guys. And these guys just inspire us a lot. And uh, welcome, Gard, Min, so awesome to have you here today. How are you feeling? Thank you so much. I'm feeling great. <laughs> yes. So nice to be here. Yes, and thanks for that lovely introduction. <laughs> we are very uh, happy to talk to you guys. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Yeah, we, we have um, a lot of things that we are curious about when it comes to you. Um, you have created a big platform where you share lots of recipes about vegan food and try to inspire. I mean, I guess your main goal is to inspire people to eat more plants, right? Yeah. yeah. Our main goal has been yeah, to increase some uh, positivity around veganism and vegan food in general. Yes. Mm. Our biggest like uh, goal for our platform is to show that the vegan food is so easy to make and uh, affordable and uh, that it can be juicy and super good yes mm. um we also think that there's not a few a lot not a lot of boys that talks about veganism mm. uh, so that was very nice that we had the chance to introduce our voices yeah mm. that's so good and i also think it's really interesting that you work together as a couple Mm-hmm. So that's also something I want to dig into more later because, as you know, I work with my sister. It's different, but it also like working together with someone so close. I know it can be um, interesting <laughs> and amazing. Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's also something I'm curious about, and I'm really want to start a little bit with uh, the beginning, like. How long have you been interested in food and veganism? And was it something that you discovered together? Or was it before you met? Or how, how did this all start? Uh, well, um, I can say that my relationship to food was very... It, was, it wasn't there. <laughs> it was very practical. Um, I ate a lot of meat and uh, dairy products uh, growing up. And... Um, didn't quite understand the veganism and the vegetarians until I met some of my friends that was vegetarians. Um, and when we started Vegan Gutta, um, the, I mean, the food was just so important. Yeah. And I got so many, uh, uh, there was so many possibilities and uh, the love for food was a very, it was really strong when I just discovered veganism. Yeah, for me it was I've always been. How can I say this? Food has always been a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was growing up, my mom and dad would always make like these most delicious meals, and food was very a big part of our family dynamic. And but I grew up like art with the meat and dairy products and like a normal diet if you can say that mm-hmm. and uh, but for me it was a like a catalyst it was like a 
revelation I had when I was going to the grocery store after moving out for myself. I bought a chicken for 30 kroner, which is like three dollars or three euros. Mm -hmm. And I was like, after buying that, I was just like starting to think and I was like, how is this chicken only worth 30 kroners? Mm -hmm. uh, this is like a whole life. And I started to, that's like when everything started to uh, start in my head, at least. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when I started to try to eat more plant-based. Um, yeah. During that journey, I met Card, and we uh, helped each other <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, in that journey towards yeah, more plant-based life. Mm -hmm. And we found out that by trying to reduce, by trying to not to focus so much on what kind of animals we were going to eat and trying to focus, look up towards the plants, we discovered that there are so many possibilities, like God said, and there's so, so many ways you can um, make food with plants and so many tastes to discover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so our love for food increased actually when we tried to become vegans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our relationship to food has been so much stronger after we changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah. In what way is the relationship to food? Is it because now it's making you excited, or is it more meaningful, or how how has it changed? I mean, you are so creative, and you experiment with so many vegetables that you haven't even heard of recently, like <laughs> earlier. <laughs> because before it was just fish and meat, and it was just to I don't know to make something because everyone else ate meat, so why mm. shouldn't I? Uh, you were kind of like in a how can you say a, a matrix like you were in a, your own bubble like you were tr you were so used to things being in a certain way that you didn't think about how else you could do things mm. so when we tried to when we tried when we started to make vegan food we found out that things don't have to be in a certain way uh, and that things that you can do things differently and still enjoy enjoy the food and enjoy and, and cherish those memories we had around yeah. the dinner table when we were younger. And that, that kind of moment and that kind of realization reflected in other ways in our lives, uh, especially when we were starting to make a business and trying mm -hmm. to make, like when we started with Vanagata, mm -hmm. uh, we kind of deviate from uh, that blueprint in life that you mm -hmm. have to finish. <laughs> But you have to finish a certain education and get a job and get kids. There's always like this blueprint that people expect you to follow, I feel like. And mm. um, when we became vegans mm. and started to discover vegan food, we found out that it doesn't necessarily have to be that way for mm. us to enjoy life. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> so interesting how foods can really open up this big aha experience in so many things of life. Like... You grow up thinking like you have to eat a certain way and that your life is supposed to look a certain way. And then you stop and you're like, you question it and you realize there's something better. And then, at least for me, I realized that was in all life areas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so true. And because we're growing up and be like, uh, people say, uh, you can do whatever you want. And then people start growing up and the things like taking a master degree and taking that, buying our first apartment. And when you maybe quit your job and do something else. People will be like, but what about money? And yeah. what about all those stuff? And then I'm like, but didn't you just say that you have to follow your dream? <laughs> you know? 
exactly. It's, so it's just so, I mean, how to say it? Uh, it's a paradox. Yes. <laughs> so Contradictory. That's agree? so funny. Yeah, totally agree. 100%. It's like you can do whatever you want within this box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we will accept you. And if you like have a job and you have an apartment, people like ask you questions and they'll be like, okay, that's fine. I mean, that's just, yeah. it's fine. Like there's a blueprint in life. There's also like a manuscript. Some, some types of conversations follow. Mm -hmm. And when you don't give them the expected answer, they just like don't know how to go off on with that mm -hmm. conversation yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be like bad intentions or anything but just no. yeah maybe you guys felt it that way too it's good like surprising people making them think differently i think that's how at least the four of us chose to live and uh, <laughs> we're gonna see reactions for that and that's that's how we make that actual change um but i'm curious where did you find um inspiration in the beginning to change your diet oh uh to me i don't know <laughs> when i was eating out mm, at the restaurants and everything uh, i always ordered like the steak or anything and my friends ordered the veg vegetarian dishes and it always looked better <laughs> i mean it always it looked so much refreshing and i was like i wouldn't want that you know yeah. uh and then we discovered a lot of possibilities with vegan food uh online with the co-creators and youtube and yeah, doesn't necessarily have to mean that you have to eat steak every day. You have you can make steak out of like seitan, everything. Uh, so by exploring every possibilities, we became more uh, known of the yeah ways of creating good meals. Yeah, hmm. uh, for me, it, I grew up with meat, but it wasn't necessarily like the main part of the meal. Uh, mm. I was more accustomed to things like tofu and raw food and I come from a culture where we can eat like we can have a meal without meat so yeah. for me it was more normalized I can say mm. uh, so when I and I have known about vegetarianism for a long time and it was more uh, common in mm -hmm. Burma where, I'm come from, where I come from um, so for me it wasn't that big of a shock i no. guess uh, but my inspiration comes from the food i grew up with and also uh the food i grew up with <laughs> <laughs> but also, also we talked about uh we're inspired by uh what we grew up with and how we can um take that to our, our meals today yes so because mm -hmm. some people believe that when you try to make things plant-based that you have to give up on the food you ate when you were younger mm. and the memories that are associated with that. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. We can uh, recreate the taste and cherish those memories. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Um, and what is the, the difference you've felt in yourself and in your life when you did this change? Has it been, I mean, for you, was it mostly motivated by animal welfare or was it health or what was like the main drivers to For, my, uh, for me, to it was, uh, for me, it was um, animal welfare. So after changing to a vegan diet, I felt like I was living more in tune with my own values and mm. moral, morals. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I think everybody loves animals and nobody wants... 
at home to animals. But for me, at least, it was um, it was more. It made more sense that I didn't mm. eat the animals if I if I love them. Yeah, and same same to me. It was definitely animal welfare, and a big bonus was the the climate. And I felt felt much mm, I felt better, and I felt more clean in a way. Yeah, and uh, less bloated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of different things: uh, mm. climate, animal welfare, yeah, health. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The climate part and the health part is also a big motivation, though. Even exactly. though it's, yeah. Mm. It's a yeah. big bonus. <laughs> Yeah, they say that it's the single most efficient action we can take as people to reduce our environmental footprint. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. Even the Milieu Directorate listed it as the something something official. They <laughs> they said that it's the most yeah, uh, it's the best thing an individual can do. Yes. Yeah. This is a great reminder to our listeners. And it doesn't mean you have to go all the way and become vegan and change your whole life. It means that one plant-based meal at the time has such a huge effect. And just mm-hmm. know that and know that it makes a difference what you do. Because I think some people think that, ah, oh, we're so many people. It doesn't matter what I do. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, It's so cliche to say, but you have to start with yourself. Like you have mm-hmm. to try to change the things you want in your life and try to be what you want to be yeah. or mm. to become that, <laughs> if it's that so, makes sense. It's so funny that the cliche is like, uh, be the part you want to see in the world. Like mm. the thing you saw on Tumblr and Pinterest. It's like... <laughs> it's true though. It's, it's so true. true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a lot easier to change yourself than try to change other people. Like, yeah. It's a lot Start easier yourself, to explore yeah. your, your own mind. Mm. than exploring someone else Mm. if if that makes sense yeah yeah totally and i think that um it's an important reminder and i always think like if you don't believe in yourself like what is what do you believe in (laughs) if you don't believe that you can actually take some different action i mean that's the most empowering thing there is Mm. so So i think yeah food is just such a great um door to open because you can explore so much more of yourself in this way Hmm. um but i'm curious when you started to eat more vegan food and you know changed your diet was there any reactions reactions from from friends from family or was it like cool the family part was kind of um i don't know we have a lot of friends that are vegetarians so that was like zero problem but i think my family was a bit surprised in a way yeah and they were like okay because it was uh all of a sudden yeah, i mean yeah in your case it was kind of fast it was very fast, fast. Yeah. yes uh i've always I, I was i've been thinking about it for some years and then one day came i'm like okay let's do this mm. so, at least for the meat part like not yes. eating meat was very easy for you yeah, yeah. So I transitions uh, like slowly, but to them it was kind of. Uh, I also kept it to myself in a way, also, uh, and then now they were totally fine with it, mm-hmm. and uh, very cheerful. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but our friends were like, it was just normal to them, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of lucky because I was, I was not the first person in my family to become vegan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was. <laughs> my, my sister has had been vegan for about a year, I think, mm -hmm. before me. And I kind of like went behind her and just, <laughs> I got kind of sheltered from the reactions, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. And my mom and dad, they were never like, you have to eat meat to survive or anything because they know that there are, they are, they are also used to vegetarians. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were like, but do you have to be like, so strict? Like, can't you just take a, take a little bit of meat <laughs> or just a little bit of uh, milk? Yes. Uh, but, after a while, they kind of understood. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it has been most, it, it wasn't that easy. It wasn't that difficult, actually, to no. be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I think I was quite lucky. Mm -hmm. um, and do you yeah. think that it would be different if you weren't so sure inside of you, if you were thinking within that, okay, maybe I'll be a little bit flexible or I'll see how it goes. Would the reactions be different then, you think? I, I think if I was, unsure with my uh, with my own conviction for veganism or then I would have been then I would have turned back I think mm -hmm. um, because people there's so much pressure around around me <laughs> uh, about the choice and they're like there's so many reactions that are like why do you, why do you have to deviate so much from this path why mm -hmm. can why can't you just walk this path like everybody else and mm -hmm. um, I think yeah. I yeah. think if I'm on if, if I'm gonna be honest, then I would have chosen differently. Mm -hmm. uh, I know some people that have been vegan for a couple of years, and they have gone back because it was so difficult mm -hmm. in the social life, like when you go to dinners and when you meet families, and especially Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's understandable. Mm. It's very and, understandable. Um, yeah. <laughs> And when did this turn into a brand and a business? How did that oh. transition go? When did it start? When did the idea come? How? We want to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, we um, we would love to say that it was planned, but it wasn't really planned. It just oh, kind of happened. Yeah. And we took it one step at a time, I guess. That started in our in my. Uh, in my uh, studio apartment, studio apartment, uh, <laughs> student apartment, it was like twenty-five uh, square meters. Yeah, that's really <laughs> small. Really small apartment. The smallest kitchen I've ever been to. So tiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we we were making vegan food uh, like a lot in, in a period during COVID actually, and mm. then suddenly we were like, why can't anyone like see all this? Yeah, why, why, why can't we show people how good this is? This I know. Is? Yeah. And to like, it's easy to get, to buy from the store, it's available. Uh, and then we talked about it and then we're discussing it. And then one day I came home from work and then you made an account. Yeah. <laughs> and then... We had like pitched back and forth, like what, what would be the name of what would we even call ourselves? Yes. And then we kind of like, we were like, but we can't really find that many boys that talk about veganism. Mm -hmm. And I, I at least felt the um, stereotype that veganism was for, for, uh, for 
quote unquote girls, mm-hmm. uh, if I can say that, uh, and that men should be eating uh, meat and so on. To be strong and to get the protein and eat meat to become a real man, you know, yeah. all those commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we felt like a disconnect there. Yeah, so we were like, when we're going to make a point out of us being guys, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And then I think our message was because it went really fast from there. I can't, I guess we got a lot of followers and we thought, okay, wow, the way we're showing it maybe is something people want, yeah. uh, mm. like a positive vibe. And then, uh, yeah, from there it's been... We've always been very like, we have to do this in a positive way. Yes. Because we don't want more negativity around <laughs> around the word vegan, I guess, yeah. like mm. uh, the stereotypes that are out there. So mm-hmm. we want to contribute in a positive way. Mm. Yeah. So it was so funny, and suddenly there was like, suddenly we were like, oh, radical broccoli's following us. Wow. This has to be. To be honest, I thank a little, little bit. At yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, fun. I remember when we found you. I was like, "Yes, this is so amazing!" Yeah, um, and you uh, so well, and you were like, "The boys talking about veganism." We were like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aww. we were really stoked to find you. Like, proud, and oh, it was so cool. Mm. Oh, I mean, it still is amazing. <laughs> That's so nice. And how? I mean, you've grown a lot since you started your account in a very short amount of time. How has that been to just get followers from everywhere, like growing so fast? It's, uh, it's been so much fun. Uh, like w- waking up to like TV shows want us on their, on their program yeah. to like uh, big news, uh, like NRK and Vega and- Yeah, we're not used to that. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. No media training at all. I mean, nope. we're just like, <laughs> what are we do doing? <laughs> <laughs> like we were just experiencing and just like let's just because uh some people were like okay another account yeah. uh maybe they're like begin and then they stop for like after four months but uh after we increased all of our followers we were like wow this could be something this could be something and i remember when we first met like in the first months when we were dating we were both like it would be so fun to create our own universe, like create our own thing and kind of like uh, live on our own thing, yes, <laughs> you know? Where we have our values and we can create something of our own. Yeah, yeah. that reflects us as persons and as yeah, as people, I mean. Yeah. And so, and the thing is, we, we, we're both, we love to create and we're very much, we're like doers and we love to create our own uh, platform. So that's, that's a good thing that we have that in common. Yeah. Um, and then when we got the followers and when we got invited to TV shows and newspapers, I guess, uh, we were <laughs> we're like, we can do something with this. Yes. We can be a positive impact. Well, impact. Yeah. We can make a positive impact. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, it's been a roller coaster since then and it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah super inspiring so it's fun to follow your journey um oh yeah has it been um challenging for you uh, we talked a little bit about, about this because we are boyfriends and we do live together and we, we are, work together and we work together and we're friends and we're we do everything together yes <laughs> and 
<laughs> it becomes too much sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> If you can say that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we are like everything for each other. Yeah. And in a way, we're very lucky that we can live like that together yeah. and that we have this life that we build together. Yep. But at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword. Like sometimes it can be like um, challenging. Yeah. Mm. Because we have to be colleagues and have to say the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And... sometimes you don't even know if you're talking to your boyfriend or if you're talking talking to your colleague, you know? Yeah. And these <laughs> moments kind of mesh together and... Yeah. Mm. And we're, I can't, I, we're quite the same person, but uh, we're also a bit different in the way we work also. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm very detail-oriented, very perfectionist, so I can spend a lot of time on one project. And last minute person. <laughs> and I'm very last minute person. So I will like postpone and postpone and postpone. And it's, it's so cliche, but it's because I want to do things very well that I have difficulty starting yeah. uh, to, on projects. Yeah. And I, I'm, I love to be prepared. I love to at least deliver two days before the deadline. Just yeah. to be like, oh, you know. You're like a free spirit in a way, <laughs> yeah. but also planned. Yeah. And yeah. So how did you, are you different in that way? Or are you like the similar when you work together? <laughs> We're so no, different. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, so it's really fun to listen to, actually. <laughs> just like you two really, you really sort of fill out where the other one maybe is lacking and you have opposite qualities, which is like yes. the most beautiful thing. They can also be the most challenging thing. And we're, we're the same. <laughs> that's so true mm. <laughs> the things mm. I'm good at and the things you're good at we can like fulfill each other yes and that's so meaningful mm. and also we know each, we know each other's strengths and weaknesses also like mm. uh, so um, yeah all in all it's, it's very it's very nice to be business partners mm. <laughs> and we love to have like a life we have created for ourselves and we we are so excited to see where this road is headed But at the yeah. same time, uh, we have to. I have to admit, at least, that uh, it can be challenging at times. Like, if you have a nine to four job, then it's mm. like there's more, there's less the risk. Risk, mm. like mm. it's more secure. Uh, but now things are kind of like floating, and you have to kind of follow the flow where it goes. But mm. even though that's fine, sometimes if you're having a really bad day, <laughs> it can be like. Or what am I gonna do? Or if we mm. both have a bad day, then, mm. then it's then it goes right down. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's so true because you kind of start to you have each other, and then you rely on you know each other. And if one is if if both of you are feeling like you can't hold up this um, trust, then mm. it can be challenging. But business is also for me like the greatest uh, self development mirror <laughs> because. Yeah. It always shows you where you have to grow, and um, which is great. But it it goes fast. I think that's also like when you when you do everything yourself, you have to learn so much faster than if you were in a different kind of job where it kind of someone told you what to do and then you go home and then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Do, do you have specific roles in your business or do you just do a little bit of everything, both of you? We do a little bit of everything. 
Yeah, to and, be honest. And some uh, something is like very automatically uh, some tasks we do are automatically. Yeah, in the beginning it was very fluid. Like we didn't know who we're doing what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's more common that I take pictures and edit pictures and like. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the creative one. I can uh, write and I can like design. Mm. Uh, the food we make together. Yeah, that's the one part we do together. Yeah, mm. and he writes the recipes and like the wording around it, mm. while I take pictures and try to match the tone. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that, that, that's a good combination actually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really cozy though. <laughs> <laughs> On the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Always happy cooking together. What do you do when it gets it gets tough? If both of you are down, if you like had too much of each other, what do you do individually in that moment to take care of yourself? Um, I think that we're so like on top of each other all the time, mm-hmm. like in the same room and in the same space that we sometimes just need to just walk away from the situation take a breather yes and uh, do our own things for some hours or even a day mm. yeah. uh, to really balance out yeah. and, and sometimes like i can be feeling things you're feeling kind of in a way yeah. and your stress is becoming my stress and sometimes i need to like disconnect from that and just like wait i'm not stressed but i'm getting stressed because you're stressed you know mm. and um, anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's good to like take a breather from each other. I feel like, yeah. And it can be like we can also, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> we can sometimes we have like some. We used to have dates, uh, dates nights where we like try to only be boyfriends. You know, like have create that feeling where we were only, not business partners but just boyfriends. Yeah. And we also like take mountain trips and stuff. Yeah. Um to not focus on work when we're together but i mean it, that's impossible also yeah. like mm-hmm. there's always like work uh, we're talking about work but in a, in a fun way you know yeah uh so that's good mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry i lost what i was gonna say and i was like <laughs> yeah no it, it, it was perfectly described so you have sort of tools for when you have to separate when it's too much but also like how to find a way to really appreciate each other again to have this quality time together and I think it's um, so important to know that relationships you actually have to nurture <laughs> I think a lot of people think that just because you do something together or it's a match like it comes automatically but actually have to like constantly give it love and give it respect exactly. and feed it yeah so but, important mm-hmm. uh, because like in the end we are we love each other and this is all fun you know mm. and uh, it's important to remember that and that isn't all just work 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 yeah mm. <laughs> you have to enjoy the journey yes definitely yeah and to be happy that we're creating our own our own lives and our own work yeah, and yeah. Our... it's easier said than done though sometimes you kind of forget that this is just for fun and this is just something you not just for fun but yeah it's something you have to enjoy while you're doing it yeah uh, it can mm-hmm. become like a performance that you have to perform yeah uh, because it's like if you go to a job you will get that um salary, get that salary. yeah <laughs> uh, no matter like 
what happens mm. I feel like um, but now we really have to work for it to be like um, to get the first of all to get the money mm. and, and bills <laughs> and, yeah and deliver so people can say oh these but not just money it can also be like self-development like you always want to be the you want to be the best version of yourself and you want to create something that you're very proud of mm-hmm. and it can be kind of yeah too much focus on perfection at least for my part yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah do you find it hard to be happy with your work or what you deliver or is it always the feeling that not i mean not always but it's often a feeling that oh, it should have been this way or that way or better it's funny because when we we do it 110% in everything we do, I feel like, uh, mm-hmm. and at the, and when we look back at it, we were like, okay, what was that? <laughs> you know? What the hell was that? <laughs> uh, sometimes, yeah, uh, but most of the times we're happy to uh, with everything we create. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I feel like it. Yeah, I mm. thought I have something to add, but no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. That's a big accomplishment. I think mm-hmm. yeah, it's easy to get caught up in your own, as you were talking about perfectionism or like not feeling like you ever achieve to the point that you want to, even though on the outside it looks amazing and perfect and so much more. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I have like, to, uh, yeah. yeah which, no, go I ahead. Have to, I have to add that. Uh, like we only have the count for one and a half year or something yeah. mm-hmm. so we're still in that developing event we're like figuring out what like what is our brand what is mm-hmm. our profile mm-hmm. so we're mm-hmm. st- i feel like we're still in that phase yeah that mm-hmm. we're still e- kind of experimenting yeah. with the content yeah mm-hmm. in which direction we're going ahead what works what doesn't work mm-hmm. yeah and then sometimes the rules of the game change yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah and do you have any no i mean now you had it for one and a half year but do you have any like dreams ambitions um of what you wanted where you want to take uh the account or like what you want to build that you can share i mean you don't have to share it but <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of uh goals, projects and goals for the future mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, now I think we're just want to enjoy the ride and see where this is going. Uh, I feel like so far so good, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love to have this account. And the dream is to be able to like live off the account, or yeah. like we're doing it now, but in a way that can support us, like both financially. Yeah. When I'm done with studying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that's. Maybe in the future, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but our main goal has always been to spread like uh, love for plant-based food and mm-hmm. build pos- positive associations with uh, vegans, vegan yeah. veganism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We have to keep that goal in mind while we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go towards that. I, I feel like. Yep. Yeah. And is it? Um... Is it inspiring? Is it like new things popping out everywhere in Norway? Is it developing fast in the vegan world? Like the last years have been crazy. Like when we started, it was okay. To be honest, like Norway has always been uh, slower to... The other countries, yeah. Slower than other countries in regards to vegan products and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But recently, 
has been there has been a lot of products that are coming into markets. Yeah, and also restaurants introduced like vegan menus, and there's they now opened a new vegan store with 100% plant-based food, yeah. <laughs> which was like that's in the right direction. I feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's also funny because when we after one and a half years, we can see that the plant-based food and living greener and everything has been more and more popular. Like, yeah, I feel like the green wave is here to stay. Yes. And people are <laughs> become, becoming more and more green. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that we're all surfing on it at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. That's a bit different mm -hmm. from here in Portugal, I think. It's a bit slower actually here. I know that. Oh. Yeah, and we thought that Norway was really slow, but I think we're always looking to Sweden and Denmark or the States or England. Mm -hmm. And there it's, uh, and Germany has always been a pioneer. Mm. Yep. Here, yeah, we, we, we were in Lisbon and they had a lot of great. Yeah, yeah Lisbon is we... getting places. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of options. Um, and in the big, big cities, they have such amazing food and restaurants and things like that. Um, so it can be a combination of that. You know, we're not fully integrated in the society here. We don't know of all the events and stuff. Um, but I kind of see it, I feel like there's a bit more buzz around it in Norway. Um, mm -hmm. Not sure if that's accurate or not, but... Um. Yeah, no, I think just, you know, if you take the average family, like not the young people in the city, but here in Portugal, then I don't think ever, it's, it's still like, it needs more fuel to to yeah. know why. Why is it better to eat more plants? Like why, why should we do that when the traditional food is this and this and this? Yeah, and I think maybe that's the same in Norway. Once you get outside of Oslo, and um, it just—I don't know—it's just different. But I think the world is heading in the right direction. I know many people would argue the <laughs> opposite, but I don't but know. Yeah, it's true. I feel like when you, as you said, Susan, it's like the big cities are mm. really developing very fast, and the small mm. cities are falling after. Mm. But I feel like the majority of the Norwegians are like, I think they all know that we have to eat all, more greens. More greens. Yeah, yeah. I think so. How, how is that in Portugal? Does piece of people have that like reflection? Um, I'm not 100% sure. I feel like in Norway there has been so many amazing pioneers who have spoken so loud about it. Um, take Gunnar Stordalen and everything she's done to... Uh, create this awareness you know on all levels and I think that I mean she's even even like in Norway our stepdad who would be the traditional I always out him but he's like the traditional <laughs> I don't want to eat plants person <laughs> and during COVID he he went fully vegetarian you know wow. after and I mean we've been trying to like show him things for five years and now he's like taking this new pride and literally wants to do it for health, for the environment, for his grandkids, you know. Mm. And um, so I think there's been a big mental shift in Norway that I haven't seen here. But at the same time, I, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe it is further than I, I have seen. Um, but I think that, you know, the job that you do, that so like all of this is so important in creating this awareness and just this... Um, you know, everybody now, I feel like, has it in the back of their mind. Yeah. And that is just a huge difference than when we started in, like, 2018. Oh, my God. 
then it was, it was like, like you guys were early out and like, yeah. we were uh, early <laughs> we would have we would not be here if we weren't for you guys and my goodness is gone and the other amazing creators out there I has know. paved the way that's yeah. so true what you said on that there's mm. so many big names now that are like po- like spreading positive uh, message yeah and mm. we love that yeah yeah i think it's strengthening the more people who join that the better and i think it's not it's not saturated it's not enough accounts now that do vegan plant-based food that do inspiration because everyone has such a different taste and everyone's going to connect to different accounts and you can watch more at the same time you can do a little bit of this and a little bit of that so if anyone who's listening feels like oh they have this dream they have this feeling inside that this is something they want to do but they're scared that there are too many doing it mm. i think that's not true at all i invite so, so many more to come on the scene mm. yeah we need all the colors of the rainbow <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Literally, yeah. exactly yeah no it's that's what's so cool about eating plants because you also notice like okay every single plant is so different and weird and like yeah. just like as humans how why are we trying to all be one thing when it's like we're so <laughs> there's so many um possibilities exactly that's so funny because when we also when we meet vegans now or people who eat plants this we kind of like have that in common and people are so excited yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like a little group. Yeah. <laughs> Community. Yes. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, so in our podcast, we talk a lot about um, taking care of ourselves. And for us, uh, ever since we started the business, I guess that's why we also started a business. It was been a big priority because we understood after burnouts and after being exhausted that we didn't really function. And when we didn't function, the business didn't function. So we had to make it a priority. Um, but I'm curious, do you have any things you do in your everyday life to take care, better care of yourself, especially now that you're working a lot and like creating a lot? Is there anything that you're implementing that you want to share? I feel like, like we, our work is on social media. And that could be... It can be overstimulating sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So to kind of like balance that out, we just need to disconnect. Do the exact opposite. Yes. <laughs> As yeah. I mentioned earlier, like we go to hiking trips, sleep outside mm-hmm. in tents, mm-hmm. try not to be like so deep in the online world. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, they can be like small, small measures. Yeah. Uh, for me, I I love skincare. <laughs> <laughs> so like it takes like five minutes of my evening and i can do that that's like my my time like mm-hmm. those five minutes are my sacred time yeah. and mm-hmm. just having that little, little routine where i can take care of myself uh, i mm-hmm. feel like that gives you energy it gives me energy to mm-hmm. like stand up in the morning <laughs> yeah. and do what i do yeah. uh like the small things yeah for me it's like i love to have like moments for myself like i love to wake up really early before everyone else you are a morning morning bird yes to have like uh you know uh an hour to myself before the day starts yeah because then you can like oh you're ready and i I feel like i always done this actually yeah you wake up like 6 a.m yeah (laughs) while i'm like (laughs) maybe not still sleeping (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, 
to create, as we talked about, create time to ourselves. It's so important. Mm. And just little things. It, it helps. Doesn't, it doesn't need to be like a large uh, routine. No, to go on routine. a trip or yeah. no. Yeah, for us, it's like the small things. And yeah, for me, it's the skincare. And sometimes I can like watch 30 minutes of a really, really, really bad TV series and just <laughs> don't have to think at all. Yeah. 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 To do nothing. <laughs> very important yeah mm, love to hear that very inspiring um mm. what about you guys i would love to like <laughs> have small yeah. rituals mm, uh, do you want to go on it first yeah sure i think for me it's the same i'm disconnecting from my phone and getting out of nature it's number one and i think i basically do that every day yeah. <laughs> one way or another <laughs> And that's also why I wanted to live, um, for example, in Portugal or Costa Rica, where I like spend a lot of time in nature, basically. Um, but for me, other than that, I think therapy is actually one of my yeah. <laughs> one of my tools that I love. Um, also, because I really like, um, I don't know, I'm very interested in going like deeper and learning more about myself and. Um, it's also a big passion and it helps me a lot. Um, but like you say, it's the small things every day, like, yeah, taking a walk and breathing and maybe I love dancing, dancing in the morning. That's also a big one. Putting on music that really makes me feel happy and <laughs> puts me in a good mood. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I sing a lot in the morning. I feel like yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's so true you know, you know I'm happy if I sing I know when Min sings it means he's happy so I'm like oh, I'm going to shut up <laughs> that's so cute I love that yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel I do a lot of the same things as all of you guys um, but I also want to add meditation in there it's one of my favorite things to disconnect to, to relax to go within and to Sometimes when all of those thoughts get very overwhelming in every direction, I get confused and overwhelmed. And then you have online stuff and Instagram and la la la. I just need to put it all away and lay down and breathe. And it doesn't mean the thoughts go away, but I can observe them. I can be behind that and just be like, oh, I'm thinking that. Oh, I'm thinking that. Instead of being opinionating and getting caught up in it, it just kind of loosens the grip and I feel relaxed uh, or else I can get very physically tense in my body and so also yoga stretching um, just those wellness things and um, yeah being a lot outside in the ocean surfing nature um, yeah. yeah we also love yoga and uh, well planet but <laughs> we do it sometimes yeah mm. and when we were in portugal we were like in the ocean a lot every day i feel like mm. and it was just so like liberating. Oh, so liberating and even though the water was still a bit cold <laughs> yeah very <laughs> we were like this is fun <laughs> <laughs> never really gets warm that's the truth <laughs> it's always that cold yeah because they don't have a gold stream here like in norway so uh -huh. 
Uh, it's a little secret when, that people discover when they come here. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it's so so hot. So when you go like into the fresh ocean, I mean, it cools you off. Yeah. And I just love the big waves. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating to watch. Yes. Yeah. And are you gonna have some vacation over the summer? Are you working? What are your summer plans? Uh, at the moment, we're working on a big project. Yes, uh, can't reveal all the deeds. Yes. No, but it will come really soon <laughs> to everyone who listens. Good. <laughs> um, we are just thinking like day at a, one day at a time. One day at a time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we would love to go to our um, our cabin in the west of Norway. Yes. Um, we recently were in Portugal as we. About. Yes. yes. So we had a really nice week there, uh, where we met Muse fan. It was so <laughs> lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, next time you're joining in it. <laughs> For <But> sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was super nice, and that vacation was kind of spontaneous in a in a way. Yeah. Um, we didn't have anything planned. We were just doing, yeah, following the flow. Rented a, rented a car and. And that's a new experience to drive in Portugal was something different. <laughs> it was so nice. You did well though. Yeah, thank you. So yeah. Cool. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> and um for people who want to um well actually I have one last question I want to ask before that. What is your current favorite recipe? Oh. Oh. At the moment Oh my god, you made some something really nice yesterday actually. <laughs> yeah. It's called it was a Burmese um tofu salad. Yeah. But it wasn't a tofu made of uh soybeans. It was it's tofu made of um, chickpea flour. Oh so, never yeah, heard of it. Yeah, it was amazing. It's so good, yeah. And it's kind of raw food. Um because that raw food is actually very common in Burma. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing. A tofu salad mm. that we will release soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Can we uh, try that? Yeah. We can so, send you the recipe. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love it. Do you make the tofu yourself or do you buy that finished? Um, we make it ourselves. It doesn't take a long time. Actually. No, it's super simple. Really? I mean, the salad mm-hmm. is also super good. It's with caramelized onions or garlic. Mm. And some wine, the vegan fish sauce, vegan fish sauce or salt or soy sauce. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm. uh, like I, I, I always crave uh, Burmese food. <laughs> that's the go-to. That's the go-to. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I really and now I got really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. You also make a lot of good food. Yeah, but I'm mm. always like need to get inspired um, to create something new. I'm very much a habits person, so that's why I love following different accounts and getting, um, yeah, the inspiration. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. ask one thing. My impression is like that you you guys eat a lot of whole foods. Hmm. That's true, right? Yeah, I would say. Uh, yeah. Sounds <laughs> like you're hiding. <laughs> What's your best whole food recipe? Oh, hmm. I think something called potato nachos. Yes, I saw that you made that. 
yeah it's it so good it's so delicious it's like um it's a healthy nacho recipe where you make everything from scratch you bake potatoes in the oven in slices and then you make a cashew sour cream so it's like soaked cashews in the blender with garlic and lime and salt and then you make a mango salsa with tomato mango avocado lime and then you can add black beans to get some protein in there and then you layer it so you layer all the potatoes out you add the salsa beans and then you drizzle over the cashew sauce on top and add lots of cilantro wow. Mm. We should definitely have a collaboration when we create that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love that. And uh, I've made it for, or we've made it for a lot of our family members and friends, and they've all. Everybody approves of it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And they start yeah. making it, even though they're not into vegan food or. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, the so, cashew cream, I love it. Yeah, it's so, so good. amazing. It's so good. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking when me and Sis go to Norway, we have to have like a night where we make food together. And, oh, uh, yes. yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Oh, we're yeah. available. Just come. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> What's your favorite breakfast, though? Oh, oof. you know what? I love pancakes. I love like thin <laughs> pancakes. Yes. And we have this uh, orange sauce that we, we make. It's super easy. Yeah. It's mm. just. Uh, orange, orange juice, and some fresh oranges in like small bites, mm -hmm. and sugar, and yeah. it becomes mm -hmm. like a little syrup, orange syrup. Mm -hmm. So good. And if we, if we don't have time, I would I love to have like a just a regular um, avocado toast and love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and the smoothie. Smoothie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's actually a new thing that we have. For me, at least, it's it's a new thing to eat smoothie for breakfast, and mm -hmm. it's so refreshing. Like yeah. I feel so much better throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> For getting the digestion the... and everything, yeah. Yeah, getting all those vitamins, minerals, the greens. Yeah, me and Annette were big on smoothies, as I think yeah. everyone knows. But, uh... We've seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we love them greens. <laughs> I think that's what we're most known for, food-wise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's such a good way to get in the the healthy powders like spirulina, which is super high in lots of um, nutrients mm. like iron and um, even protein. Mm. So I feel like you can make such a nutrient-dense shake and then have yeah. that instead of taking vitamins or like that's a good way for me at least to get my all my intakes covered yeah. and to feel oh. really boosted yeah. and energized. Yeah. Oh, spirulina! I still haven't tried it actually. No, no, but it it looks so nice to just make something out of it. Yeah, mm. just try it. You can try it in a in a smoothie with, let's say, frozen mangoes and papaya and banana, and then some mm. leafy greens like spinach. Mm. And then if you add like a teaspoon, start small with spirulina. Yeah, it's an algae, so it can taste a little bit like whoa. What's this? If you have too much. Mm. I recommend to not take it in water and just put it in the smoothie and it kind of will be disguised. And yeah, it gives an amazing color. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And with time, you learn to love the taste. I think both you and me love the taste. Not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Write it down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. It's a good one. Um, just get it from a good brand because some of them aren't um, sourced the best way. But yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Like, like many other things. <laughs> like many other things. Like the quality of the food we buy is very, very important. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. Ah, we have some recipes yeah. going here. Everyone hungry. Amazing. Before we end, is there anything that you have on your heart that you would want to share with people listening? Um, if it is like, yeah, is there anything more you want to say, or do you feel like we touched upon the most important? I think we touched upon the most important and yeah, I would just love to talk to you guys about creating our own lives and mm. creating the life you want to have, which mm. is possible. Yeah. Uh, and we're super thankful that we have had this opportunity to be on mm. this podcast <laughs> with you guys. Yes. Mm. And connect with your followers and yeah, to share some mm. thoughts. I think, I think we actually agree on very similar things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. And we hope the listeners have enjoyed this as much as we have. Yeah. Mm. It's so lovely to talk to you. And I feel like we had, as you said, we have so much in common. We share perspectives on the life of being an entrepreneur, of being a creator, of going into the vegan world, of um, showing up to these shows and stuff, like totally um unmedia trained and we yeah. we know all those feelings and uh, we're just human all of us figuring it out exactly it's so nice to talk to someone who knows exactly how it has been <laughs> yeah has been through that journey and i feel like now i feel like we could just talk and talk and talk right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll continue this conversation over some delicious food i feel it <laughs> oh i can't wait <laughs> Amazing. Well, we want to thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, you can find um, the account at the Veganvegista on Instagram. And you have a beautiful web page as well. It's the same, uh, veganvegista.no. And um, we will link everything in the show notes so you can find it easily. But um, yeah. Thanks so much for having us. It was so nice to chat with you guys. Mm, likewise. Nice. okay rounding it up wishing you a beautiful day and thank you again for coming and i hope we've inspired some people to eat some more plants <laughs> thank you Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap. 